Audio's Matt Mosley, live from Indianapolis and uh, having a great time here. I see the voice of the Bears all the time. I've seen a lot of former Bear players, some, a couple of them, my buddies, that, that uh, some, a lot of Baylor people coming back in today, flying back into town by hook or by crook, some of them via Fort Wayne, some of them via Cincinnati, some of them have gotten into Indianapolis, and the Bears have taken over downtown Indianapolis, and uh, this is uh, this is really exciting. A lot of folks want to be a part of this. We, as always, thank our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank. Um, our coverage has been so fun. We've had incredible guests. We'll do it again today. Devontae Bandu is going to join us, uh, who just got finished with his Baylor career. He's been around town. Um, and, of course, Stephen Simcox standing by. He's ready to do all this. He's excited. He's a horn frog, but he likes to see the Bears do well. And uh, this has been a fun day. It did dawn on me, Stephen, as I'm walking around, and I've seen Devontae Bandu no less than, like, six times over the past 24 hours that I could have just turned my phone on and recorded an interview with him. But uh, instead, we will call him and do it live. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, we'll just do this, do this live. And I thought about booking, I saw Freddie and him together, but I thought, you know what, we're just going to feature Bandu. Freddie Gillespie, he's had enough interviews. We'll kind of let Freddie do his thing. And um, uh, Stephen, it's, it's kind of funny. Freddie, <laughs> Fred, I, hear, I overhear them talking. I said hi to Freddie, and it becomes obvious that he's flying out today. Like he's not going to stay for the game. And then we all started, including... Uh, Including Devontae, we, we, I started saying, Freddie, you've got to stay. Like, you cannot miss this game. And so, anyway, I think he's trying to change the flight, get a ticket. I mean, Stephen, should, shouldn't Freddie Gillespie have a pretty easy time getting a ticket? I mean, I, it might be tough for, for some of us that maybe did not star for the Bears. I am a fourth-generation Baylor Bear, but I did not star for the Bears. My dad played football, but, he, but anyway, we don't have a history of greatness. But Freddie Gillespie should have been able to grab a ticket. 6'10", 6'9", power forward that he is. So anyway, I hope he stays. Yeah, but, I would uh, think there would just a- be like a list for guys like that, even during <laughs> COVID times, or that he could just walk up. I mean, I know it's not the Farrell Center. It's Lucas Oil. But kind of be like, yeah, I'm Freddie Gillespie. I was on the team last year and get in. But maybe he's just too, maybe he's too humble. Maybe he's not like us and is just immediately thinking on how to angle his status for something I, all the time. I think you're right. And Devontae, I think, got his agent to handle it. And, uh, and that's what Freddie should do. But it's just, it's just hilarious. Fred, I mean, Devontae had a ticket or whatever. He was never going to leave. He was always going to stay. But, uh, I thought maybe he needed to get back for the G League and couldn't miss that. And I think he just had a 3 o'clock flight out today. He's like, well, I don't have a ticket, so I can't stay. <laughs> We're all like, Freddie, you have to stay. So, anyway, it's been fun. Um, and, and, man, I'm seeing people. I'm seeing couples who were together, Stephen, like 25. In fact, Devontae was with me at one point, and he had to overhear all this thing like couples that I basically hadn't seen together since they dated at Baylor 25 years ago, and they'll just show up. And I'm like, oh, gosh, you guys got married or still together. Okay, cool. <laughs> the McCleary family 
has shown up. I mean, it's just it's just uh, really fun. Everybody's giving each other sickums. Okay, good, good. Devontae Bandu, uh, through the magic of our tie line, and even though Devontae and I have been together now probably five times we've seen each other, we're doing this by phone, and I guarantee you Devontae's probably somewhere in my – we're in the same hotel. Devontae, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, I would say probably one of the most exciting days, if not the most exciting day, in the history of Baylor men's basketball. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's uh, March Madness, and it doesn't get bigger than this when it comes to college basketball. Well, what uh, you got in here, you saw that first game. Um, first of all, did, were you – you know these players really, really well because uh, you, you were with them. That Houston game, were you really surprised? They just basically turned out the lights on them by halftime. How surprised were you that it was that lopsided, or did you kind of have a premonition that it was going to be like that? Um, I don't think anyone expected to be that lopsided, but uh... – I just Baylor just has great guards, and uh, their guards are just super amazing. Uh, and you know they have two great defenders uh, that you know they're always going to be running up for a defensive player of the year. And you know when you have guys that are so locked in and you know have the chip on their shoulder, and uh, you know they can shoot the ball as well as they did. You know like Baylor is just almost an unguardable team. So you know when things are flowing right for them, you know they're pretty much unstoppable. How has it been uh, talking to Devontae Bandu, Matt Mosley's show with Stephen Simcox? Um, you and I talked about this a little bit off air, but what has Scott Drew and this staff done to kind of let you guys know? Obviously, the tournament was uh, didn't happen last year, and so your your careers, which are such great, great careers, kind of ended a little bit with a thud. What has uh, yeah. What has Scott done to kind of keep you guys connected to this team and this amazing run? Uh, he, you know, he does a great job. You know, he'll uh, send me uh, the Big 12 champion, championship shirts shirts, and uh, he'll send me, you know, hats. Uh, you know, he'll send pictures, you know, to, to let us know, like, hey, you know, this one's for you, you know, uh, or, you know, the, the net that they got from March Madness or, and the Big 12, you know, he'll, you know, he'll let me know. Uh, this is for you, you know, and also a couple of the players, you know, a lot of the players, you know, every time uh, something they accomplish something, you know, they, they mention uh, not just me and uh, Freddie also. Uh, so, you know, they, Coach Drew and the team does a great job keeping me involved, um, especially after that year. Uh, the only thing is, like, I just know there was a possibility that we could have just done back-to-back. That would have been, like, uh, fantastic for the program, but we didn't get that chance. Yeah, I mean, it, it's uh... – it's pretty incredible. De- De- uh, Devontae, who, remind me, like, who were you closest to on the team? I mean, it seemed like such a awesome chemistry. It's funny that I think Jackson lives with Jared, and they have a funny – I mean, all those guys have a really kind of funny relationship. Meyer is such a mm-hmm. – uh, this mullet and all the stuff, the mullet brothers now. I mean, yeah, the team yeah. truly <laughs> seems, like a, seems like a family like, wh- who were you closest to, or was it just r- literally one huge family? Literally, it's um, it was one huge family. Um, but uh, I-, I was close with Flo. Um, I was close with uh, you know, Davion and, and Mason. Like, I feel like before guards uh, that year, we were all close. We would have 
a film session like once a week and uh, we would just uh, pick each other's brain in practice you know we would always try to you know talk to one another and understand uh, like what we see and what we don't see um, so when I was there it was it was us four guards and I, and to be honest like, I feel like we were all family we we're all close and we could all express uh, how we felt and, uh, not, and no one took it as disrespect and took it as you know we're trying to be better and uh uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Devontae Bandu, uh, just a heck of a shooter, and uh, they kind of he, he took on the microwave nickname for what he was able to do off the bench. And uh, Devontae, take me back to your journey to Baylor. You were at Hutchinson, Kansas. Obviously, started there in in Canada on, from Ontario. Canadian players have become really great for Baylor in all of college basketball. Uh, Brady Heslip, Kenny Cherry. I mean, they've, they've had a really great run of Canadian players. How did how did you choose Hutchinson? And then and then who was the first contact from Baylor to reach out to you? What was what was your journey to Waco like? Um. So you know, I was in Hutch. Um, and it was a great experience, you know. Uh, the JUCO, it, it's a grind. Um, you know, it's, you don't get like the the whole lavish uh, life that you get in uh, Division One, and uh, it's 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 hard. You know, it's a grind. Uh, everybody wants to make it, and you know, there's only a few that do. Um, but the first coach that contacted me was uh, Coach Brooks. Um, he contacted me before my my season started, but I, I told him like, hey. Um, I'm just focused on this season because I I want to win a national championship again and I was and I said not to be disrespectful I I just I'm not, I don't really care about recruiting right now and I just want to focus on the season and um, I told every scout every uh, recruit that recruited me and uh, later after the year my season was over we got back in contact um, I went out there for a visit uh, you know they showed me the whole nine and. Uh, it was just, it was something that my mom and my brother, you know, we all fell in love with, and uh, you know, they sat down and looked at my film and told me what I need to work on, and told me, you know, nothing was going to be earned, uh, given to me, uh, so I had to earn everything. So uh, I like that, and uh, I've always been a kid that you know I feel like nothing is easy, and you have to, you know, earn it. Um, and I feel like when you earn something, you know, it, it builds character and, you know, you have a, a foundation, you have something that you can live by and, and honor. So I've always been a guy that uh, I feel like everything you should do, you should try to earn and, and actually work for it. Talking to Devontae Bandu, who's a, a really great six man uh, for the Bears, and he is in Indianapolis on the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Sim- Simcox. Go ahead, Stephen. Devonta, you mentioned earlier being close with, with all the guards on the team. Uh, I want to ask you about Davion Mitchell and just kind of his development. Last year he was an amazing defensive player and uh, somebody that could you know score, but it really does feel like on the offensive side of the ball he's taken um, a step forward in his ability to get to the rim and make plays. D- did you see that coming? Like, Did you see that in practice up close? Is it just about him getting more opportunities, or, or have you seen his game grow a little bit between uh, last year and this year? Yeah, I, it's something that I definitely uh, saw coming. Um, I think with Davion, it was just uh, consistency with him. Um, you know, we we would always play one on one, all four guards. Um, you know, always play two on two. It was like every single day, uh, we would always have Coach Jacobs would have us play play two on two. And there's some days, you know, you you saw that uh, 
the things that he was doing now. You know, and it was just him just being consistent and, and finding it. And maybe it took him a year to find it. And um, he he everything that he's been doing, I have seen in practice. I just feel like you know he has that confidence now and he has that um, belief in himself. So um, you know, once you have that, you know, you feel like you can do anything on the court. So yeah. Um, Devonte, update folks, please on. Your health, for people that don't know, uh, Devontae had an issue with his foot and had to be in a boot for a while, and it kind of that kind of took you out of the G League, some of the tryouts and some of the NBA tryouts you had. Uh, so the timing wasn't great. But how have you responded from that? And when do you think you're are you are you close to being a full go? And what's your uh, what's your plan uh, moving forward as you try to keep playing basketball? Yeah, uh, so unfortunately, uh, maybe a week and a half before the draft, uh, you know, I had a, a couple, like actually more than a couple of NBA teams uh, interview me, uh, thinking about, uh, I just sent a lot of uh, workout tapes, um, and uh, I was sending a tape off, and uh, during the tape, I fell and I hurt my ankle, and I, I thought I just, you know, tweaked my ankle and maybe two weeks went by and uh it was still bothering me and it was really excruciating pain and i got an mri and i found out uh, you know i tore, I tore my ligament and it, it was very unfortunate and you know when you're hurt um in this in this profession uh you know teams just move on and you know find another guy uh so really you know i had to be in a booth for uh five weeks um you know it was very uh a downtime because you just don't know what's going to happen and you know I had an opportunity to play in the the G League bubble, but um, you know, I, I just wasn't completely right right. Um, and if I went out there, I'd more than likely, you know, re injured again. So as of right now, um, I'm just trying to get healthy. Um, you know, I, I signed a, a contract with the Canadian League, you know, just to get my foot wet, you know, play some uh, basketball again because that last time I played basketball was against West Virginia. So. Um, so I just I just want to uh, play basketball, you know, get the rhythm, you know, make sure I'm healthy, um, you know, and then go from there. You know, I, I'm sure uh, I'm going to have some workouts with teams. Uh, there's still teams that are still showing interest. They just want to see me play again. And, uh, you know, and I just can't wait for that moment to happen. Well, you're a tremendous shooter, and I think you're going to get that opportunity. And you know Brady and some of these uh, former uh, Canadian players that have Baylor ties and and by the way, De- Devontae, remember the Jazz, you know, they're, one of their top guys is, uh, well, you remember Jake, obviously, Jake Lindsay, and then Dennis Lindsay. So the Jazz might be, it seems to be always a great Baylor connection. All right, put your analyst cap on, put, be like King McClure, and uh, give me your, I know you think the Bears are going to find a way, but how do you think this thing's going to play out tonight? Because you got you got two incredible teams. I mean, Gonzaga almost got beat the other night. Hopefully they're tired uh, from that overtime battle. But how do you how do you see this thing playing out tonight? Um, if Baylor gets going, um, I feel like Baylor, Baylor can uh, get this game by 5 to 10. It, the only thing that I worry about, you know, Gonzaga has a, a, a tremendous big uh, and uh, a guy that can, you know, uh, hits with a, a lot of different moves, and um, Baylor's not really used to seeing that. Um, they've been playing with a lot of uh, good guards, um, so I feel like if they figure out uh, their bigs, um, and plus you, you you also have a they have a tremendous guard on Gonzaga also. So um, I, it starts with defense with Baylor. Um, 
and uh, getting those guys to have a, a, a slow start. Um, and if, if Baylor can do that, you know, I, I have no questions that uh, Baylor can take this thing home. But if if they don't and they get going, you know, it's going to be a rough game for them because Gonzaga is also uh, a great team. You know, they have a Canadian on their team that I, uh, that I know of, Andrew Nemhart, and, you know, he's a a great passer, you know, a great shot creator, you know, and he really gets his team uh, situated. So, like like I said, they're they're, they're equally uh, matched up. It, it all it all comes with those small errors that you know that can really change the game and uh, uh, with the uh, with the game. So it all depends who does it, and uh, yeah. Well, listen, I like the analysis. I like you kind of kind of bringing up the Canadian angle. I would expect nothing less from you. And, uh, Devontae, you and I have a mutual buddy in John Cunningham, um, and we both had him as a professor in the communication schools. And you know what that means, Devontae. If you had him and I had him as, as a professor, that means yeah. John Cunningham is getting pretty old. You know, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you. Looks like he's thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. You're out of school. You don't have to. You don't have to kiss up to John anymore. Now, John's a, he's a great guy. So, shout out to uh, to our buddy John Cunningham and Devontae. I'll probably see you again before tip-off tonight. But great uh, having you and keep us updated on all your uh, progress. As you get ready to start your uh, professional career, we'll be following you. One of the one of the great shooters in Baylor history, Devontae Bandu. Thanks, Devontae. Thanks for having me. You bet. Lows in the lower to mid-60s. Tuesday will be much warmer with highs in the lower to mid-80s and mostly cloudy skies. Even warmer weather returns by the end of the work week. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for, in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar, or even the man cave. Think about it, the most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way, so it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor men's basketball plays for a national title tonight in a long-anticipated battle with Gonzaga. Scott Drew spoke with the media on Sunday and discussed the challenge of defending the Gonzaga offense. Well, no one's done it. It's the best offense in college basketball in I don't know how many years analytically. Um, they're number one. We're number two uh, offenses. Both of us are uh, top defenses in the country. Prior to the pause, we were top three the whole time. So uh, I, I think you have a lead on elite. Uh, players are going to make plays. We just want to make things as difficult as possible for them. Baylor-Gonzaga broadcast at 7 o'clock, tip-off at 8.20. You can hear the call on ESPN Central Texas. And Tom Barfield will be out at Buffalo Wild Wings from 4 to 6 today, getting you ready for the big game tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The ball is tipped, and there you are. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star, and all the years, no one knows. Oh man, I hate to talk over one shining moment. I can't, I mean, I used to watch this, but I can't believe it involves our team. We are the flagship. Oh, Stephen, is this the Luther Vandross version, or have we replaced it with, there's been a few different people over the years. Yes, this is is Luther. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I feel like we updated it, and maybe on CBS... It's a different person. I don't know, but maybe they go with Luther. But I always kind of enjoyed Luther's uh, Luther's rendition of this. Um, anyway, uh, it, it is. It's an emotional deal. It'll, they'll show all the highlights. I, Stephen, I'll be in the building, so I don't think I get to see the whatever we call one shining moment. I always call it the ball is tipped. Um, Stephen, do you get a little wistful? Do you get a little uh, teary every once in a while after the? The championship game's over, and they play one shining moment. Have you ever kind of – you see some of the tears. You see some of the players crying. Has it ever made you emotional? I mean, almost uh, – and by the way, I'm live from Indy, just so we make no mistake about it. The station has sent me to Indy. Steven, is that true? I sort of – I guess I've sent myself to Indy. I'm not sure the, not sure the station had much to do with it. But I'm live in Indy. I'm seeing everything. I'm looking right now from my perch, Stephen, and I see the beautiful obelisk, the gorgeous fountain here in Indianapolis. And on a 75-degree day, the Baylor Bears are getting ready to play for the national title. I mean, this is awesome. And, uh, Stephen, do you – I'm sorry, I've never ended that question. Do you? Does it make you emotional, one shining moment? 
It's a good song. I don't remember if getting teary eyed, but it is <laughs> a great uh, kind of a great montage of the tournament. And I mean, if if Baylor can get it done tonight, they're going to be the feature team um, in, in that montage and all the great moments. You hope that, well, I mean, Baylor fans probably don't care how they win regardless, but there's definitely been some great moments in this tournament for Baylor. They've kind of, uh, like, skunked everybody, though, so there haven't been many just, like, crunch time huge shots. They've just sort of destroyed everyone in their path so far. I would say the crunch time was was the early moments of that second half when all of us Baylor fans were a little bit in shock and a little bit bummed that they'd gone out there and struggled and Nova had just taken it to us. Uh, it was 30 to 23. That I think that was the moment. It's like, oh, my gosh. I mean, what what could we lose this game? And then they just kind of went crazy and everybody got a little more comfortable. And then by the 10 to 8-minute mark, everybody was feeling better about things. But that I guess that was the closest thing to just huge crunch time. Arkansas made it a – they may, did they ever make it a four-point game? They may have made it a yes, they five did. or six-point game. I think it was like 62-58 yeah. at one point. Yeah, and that was scary. But then, And it stayed at five for a while before Maceo hit a big three in transition. It was like a five-point game for a couple minutes, and then uh, the Bears know, the went other, off. Uh, I'm, I'm, for once, am not doing the – and I always try with Baylor events like this. Now, this is the first Final Four – but with any huge Baylor event, I like to sit up in the stands and actually be a fan. I mean, I'll admit it. I, I hope nobody's mad at me for not being a hardcore journalist. But, Stephen, the other night we were in – and I'll never – I mean, these were – I was just glad to be in the building. But we were in Section 600, and you can imagine in, in the Indy, in a coliseum that huge. Um, it's just the first half I could – so I, I said, I'm going to go see a couple of my buddies down low, Stephen – and so I said, I said bye to my college buddies. I said, hey, does anybody need anything to drink? One of my buddies was like, yeah, I, got, I need a Diet Coke. Well, Stephen, I went down to say hi to my friends, and they were in section 125. And then I said hi to some friends in 224, and I never made it back up to my buddies. <laughs> I watched the second half from down low. I, I was like, ooh, you can see things pretty well from down here. So I took it all down there. And then they all came down and joined us, Stephen, for the uh, – for that Gonzaga, the Gonzaga UCLA game, and we just kind of thought, ah, hope, hopefully this is a decent game. And then at halftime, it was like tied or something. It was like fifty. It was crazy. What was it at halftime, Stephen? Was it like is either the forty-one to forty or fifty-one to fifty? I mean, they, the first half was awesome, and then the second half, at one point, it was sixty-six fifty-nine Gonzaga. And I thought, okay, it's over. They're about to they're about to put it on them. And UCLA climbed right back in that game. It got it to 66-62, and then if they didn't force OT, and I still think Stephen Cronin, with 14 seconds left in regulation, needed to use a timeout there. That was not a great possession. Now, Juzang was going crazy for a lot. I mean, he was an awesome, had an awesome game, and I get it. Sometimes coaches just want to let it play out, but I thought Cronin should have used a timeout and set something up with 14 seconds left. And they ran the deal, and Juzang... They call the charge, and, I mean, it was a good play by Timmy to take the charge. If they don't call that a charge, if they call it a blocking foul, UCLA shooting to win that game with, like, a second left. 
I mean, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, I mean, that was a scary, scary moment. And Timmy took the charge and, uh, and we all know what happened in OT. And I got to say, Stephen, being in that huge arena and so, everybody turned on Gonzaga, the Baylor fans, obviously the UCLA fans were going crazy for the Bruins and UCLA had a pretty good representation, but the whoever was in there that wasn't a Zag, they turned. They were like going for UCLA because UCLA is obviously a eleven seed underdog. Mm-hmm. And Stephen, I, I just got to say, in real time, I'm watching it all happen. And fortunately, I'm not looking at my phone. You know, a lot of times you miss things in life now because you're like looking at Twitter or something. <laughs> and I'm just watching it, and he goes racing back up the court, and it was so smooth. And the first thing I thought is, don't foul him. Mm-hmm. Don't foul him. It's you know, it's tied, and and that dude, that dude pulls up from about forty feet or whatever you want to call it, and it was so pure looking. I know it banked in, but I gotta say, and I'm not saying, oh, I knew he was gonna make it. I'm just saying, everything about what Suggs did was pure looking. Nothing looked rushed. Everything looked cool. It was almost like Steph shooting one of those buzzer beaters, like nothing about that shot. I mean, and I know everybody's seen a million replays, but I'm just saying, Steven, in person, I, I just can't even, it, it was, it goes in and you just kind of watch Gonzaga and you look at the UCLA people and it's just, it was just one of those moments of just pandemonium. And because <laughs> we're already in the in the championship game, we're just kind of like, ah, we're just like, we're just making noises. We just can't believe we've witnessed this. And, it, it, you know, and you just feel for the UCLA fans. But at the same time, I think they even knew, while it was awful to lose that way, they had played one of the great games. And, and I think even before all the announcers and Billis and whoever started calling this, one of the greatest games in college history, those of us that were fortunate enough to be in the building. You know what I was happy with, Stephen? You know, a lot of buddies and other people are like, hey, we're going over here. Hey, we're going to watch the second half over here. Come meet us at District Tap. You know, my buddies are like, and it, I was just, I've never been so happy to have just said, listen, it's a Final Four game. Why would I leave this building? Why would I leave this seat and go watch this game from a bar? I've got a ticket to a Final Four game. So, anyway, Stephen, I, I mean, not that I really was tempted to go join anybody outside the building, but I was just so happy to have been a part of a moment like that. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty it was pretty awesome. An incredible game, and you're right. It did look. I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't thinking when he let it go that he was going to make it either. But everything Suggs does just looks like he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, I don't know if, how much this play stood out to you, but it was kind of the sequence. Other than that shot, obviously that got all the attention on Saturday night was the block by Suggs and then that crazy bounce pass. I think it was the Timmy in transition for the slam that put them up probably three with a couple minutes left in regulation. Um, he is uh, just an incredible player. And I think Davion's going to have uh, – is going to be a formidable test for him. It'll be a good matchup. But you, you definitely see – I mean, Gonzaga's never had a dude like this. Like, they've had great players, great, great college basketball players. They've had some good NBA guys. But I don't remember, you know, top five draft pick uh, 
type of type of guy like Jalen Suggs on, on any of these Mark Few teams in the past. You know, that's a I mean that's a great point about Suggs. Uh, that team that beat Baylor a couple of years ago had Hamachura and Brandon Clark, who both gone on to be well, Hamachura starts for the Wizards or whoever he plays for and and Brandon Clark plays for the Grizzlies, I think. I mean, they're they're both good players. And, and and Clark put 36 on us. And I'm sorry, Stephen, when we're playing for the national championship, I'm going to say us and we today. I feel like I've earned that ride over the years. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide it. Now I do call out Baylor, you know, when they play poorly or anything like that. So don't worry about that. I'm not going to lose my judgment. But this is just but a great point, Stephen, about Suggs. I. Who is their greatest NBA player ever? Well, Stockton, but he's not part of the the few era. I mean, he Stockton's the greatest Gonzaga player ever. But to your point, Suggs may be the heir apparent, the greatest. I mean, I feel like Stockton will always be the best because he went on to be an NBA Hall of Famer. But Suggs in the few era is the biggest dude. I mean, just kind of like, but but I'm telling you, as a college player, he's kind of rivaled by Timmy. Because Timmy's taken over this tournament, and he's funny with a handlebar, and he does the celebration. But even with all the quirkiness, Stephen, when the game when the game was hanging in the balance, Timmy was not scared. I mean, Timmy wanted the ball, and he was making plays. Now, to your point, and I I didn't quite get as good a look as you did on TV because I was in the arena. I, I did. I have seen replays, but the Suggs thing. Okay, remind me, Stephen, who's on the Suggs thing, was the big man for, uh, I just can't think of his name all of a sudden, not Avery, but something. Anyway, was the big man for UCLA going in for the dunk or the layup on yes. the Suggs block? Yes, that's right. Okay, and he played really well. I, I just can't remember. He was number four, and he'd hit some big shots. I mean, he really, that guy was a dude. That guy played really way well for UCLA, their big man. So he's going in for what looks like a dunk or a layup, and Suggs, and of course, Cronin's going nuts. Cronin wants the call. I mean, he I mean, he got his arm a little bit, but it it was he blocked he? it. Okay, he got his okay. arm a little bit. Yeah, but it was a, to me it looked like a pretty clean. It was pretty awesome. So Cronin, it was I a heck of a play, this. even if it's a foul. I mean, it, I was yeah. okay with a no call, but Cronin had a had a gripe. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm looking right now at my text, Stephen. There are people that are so excited about our broadcast right now. They're like, "Hey, can we, can we sponsor you guys?" It's pretty. It's pretty funny. You know what I say to that, Stephen? Yes, yes, sure. Mail the we, check to fifty-five zero one Bagby Avenue. <laughs> no, I'm giving my address. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I'm giving my home give, address. Uh, give your Venmo out, Matt. So yeah, just send it over here right now. <laughs> Who sent me to here, Stephen? Did. Did ESPN Central Texas send me here, or did Matt Mosley send me here? I think the Mosley bank All account right. sent you there, yeah. Yes, yes, okay. Yes, you can sponsor us. Hey, but why the, by the way, Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor, how about that, Stephen? Locations in Waco, those two great locations, one near the Schmaltzes out there on, uh, uh, Schmaltzes is on Lake Air, out there, anyway, no, Waco Drive, sort of, right out there, and then uh, the one that's downtown, love that location. But now Central National Bank has locations out off, right off 84, kind of off uh, Highway 6. But you get on 84, and you're headed out to McGregor a little bit, and it's one of those first exits. I love that. I love that location. 
that's just a really cool place to hang out. Steven, do you think Nesbitt and Fonble want me telling people just to go to the bank and hang out? Is that <laughs> sure? Is that what you, like, <laughs> just go. I think on a day like today, it's so cool that we're playing for the national championship. Like, if you just wanted to have your Baylor gear on, and I, I don't even think they would require you to open an account. I think they'd be cool just to drop by and give them a sickum in the lobby. I wonder who's replaced Peggy. Like, I, there's no, she's irreplaceable. I'm just thinking about the longtime receptionist at that eighty at the uh, the, the location off eighty four. All right, um, and they got Austin and in Temple. Hello, Temple. Hello, Temple. Hello to you guys. Um, that location for Central National Bank. I just love, and I love uh, Stephen. I mean, this is kind of a big ba- a Big Twelve basketball report today. I don't even know what today is. I've just lost all track of time. Today's Monday. It's Monday. Yeah. National. So we got NeighborWorks Waco. We got Schmaltz's. Uh, Steven, who am I missing? Because we got such great. Oh, the Cooper. Uh, oh, gosh, I can't miss that. Alan Samuels. I mean, responsible for my trip out here. Alan Samuels. Yes, thank you, Alan Samuels. Tyler Cooper, the supplements. Omega 3. Get your Omega 3 supplements. Our show just has some of the greatest sponsors because they know when there's a big event that we're just going to show up and go see Ted Teague out there off that 340, uh, right off uh, the loop, that 340 loop kind of near Highway 6, the Allen Samuels, I would go get a, if I were you, you're in such a great mood, you're Baylor fans, I would either go get a Ram truck today, maybe a 1500, they got great deals on that, or I would do the the Grand Cherokee, that's what I drive, I'd go get a Grand Cherokee today, lots of options out there, muscle cars, you want a muscle car, get out there and get one of those chargers or Ram chargers that are so awesome, okay, no wait, Dodge, Steve, Steven, I should stop talking. All right, it is time for um, it is time for the great J-Mo, the voice of the Bears, will join us in this final segment from Indy. That is next. Tune in tonight for Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat and John from the NCAA Tournament on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears meet the Gonzaga Bulldogs tonight here in Indianapolis for the National Championship. Our expanded pregame show on the air at 7 p.m. tonight as the Bears play for the national title. Baylor basketball tonight from the NCAA Tournament here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Payment for qualified buyer with 4000 down and 3.9%. TTNL Extra, CD Liberty Tills. The 22-year anniversary sales event is going on now at Richard Carr. Make your refunder stimulus even bigger when you add savings like a 2019 Buick Encore for only $169 a month. A 2018 GMC Terrain for only 208 a month. A 2018 GMC Sierra for only $374 a month. 100% credit approval is always our goal. Get here now and save during the anniversary sales event going on now at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. At UBO Business Services, being the premier copier service provider in Texas has its advantages. In production, UBO is the only dealership in North America that can sell and service the Xerox, Iridesc, and Versant lines, as well as Konica Minolta's Acuro Press line and Ricoh's Production Pro 7210SX. In wide format, UBO offers HP's industry-leading line of equipment. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 or ubeo.com. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. All right, it is time to talk about Cooper Complete Vitamins. I've, and I'm so, I'm so excited because I'm in Indianapolis for the championship game tonight. I'm going to make a special offer. I think they'll authorize me to do this. Um, if you do this today, the first 10 people we hear from that can just basically prove to us that they, uh, and it'll be pretty easy to prove, uh, that they got these omega-3 uh, supplements, which, by the way, it was Heart Health last month, um, Heart Health Month. It's unbelievable what this does for your heart, these supplements, and it decreases your risk for heart disease and heart attack. Cooper Complete Supplements, backed by Cooper Clinic physician and founder, Dr. Kenneth Cooper, who recommends vitamins and supplements to improve the quality and quantity of his patients' lives. And here's what I'm going to do. The first 10 people that can basically prove to us, uh, and listen, we're going to take your word for it. I'm not going to... Uh, but basically, all you have to do is text in to 254-662-1660. First 10 people, I'm going to throw, win or lose tonight, I'm going to throw a party at Shorty's for you, have a little pizza party. Uh, and here's what the deal is. 10% off your purchase of Advanced Omega-3. I'm going to host the party. So if you want to hang out with me, we'll probably do the show from over there even. But if you want to hang out with me, it's going to be a personal Pizza party. Oh, that sounds like that's a funny way to put that. All right, 10% off your purchase of Advanced Omega-3, plus get free shipping with any purchase of $60 or more. All right, and here's all you have to do. Take the Cooper Vitamin Quiz at coopervitaminquiz.com. Okay, that's coopervitaminquiz.com. Take that vitamin quiz, and then the first 10 people that text us in that they've taken this vitamin quiz... And if purchased some vitamins, supplements, I'm throwing a pizza party for you at Shorty's Pizza because those are my buddies over there, and they'll they'll let me host a party, and we'll and we'll do that. All right, take some. I mean, take these supplements. They are great for your heart. They're great for your life. Love uh, Cooper Complete Vitamins. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor men's basketball plays for a national title tonight in a long-anticipated battle with Gonzaga. Scott Drew spoke with the media on Sunday to discuss the challenge of defending the Gonzaga offense. Well, no one's done it. It's the best offense in college basketball in I don't know how many years analytically. Um, they're number one. We're number two uh, offenses. Both of us are uh, top defenses in the country. Prior to the pause, we were top three the whole time. So uh, I, I think you have a lead on elite. Uh, players are going to make plays. We just want to make things as difficult as possible for them. Baylor Gonzaga broadcasts at 7 o'clock, tip off at 820. You can hear the call on ESPN Central Texas. And Tom Barfield will be out at Buffalo Wild Wings from 4 to 6 today, getting you ready for the big game tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. 
Okay, let's go straight to the voice of the Bears. You're going to hear his show. He's got some really cool interviews lined up, and I love it when he's on site. And he's been great for ESPN Central Texas, pulling all kinds of different duties, having to show up, and everybody wants the voice of the Bears. Everybody wants him at their party, at their table. And so uh, I finally I, I caught him the other day heading off. I think he's going to get to see his family for a little bit, and I threatened to crash the party. Voice of the Bears joins us right now, John Morris. John, we are, I mean, for you guys like us who are just huge Baylor Bears, I mean, this is just nirvana. Um, we're about six hours local time from tip, so uh, give or take a few minutes. How are you feeling? Are you, uh, is the heart starting to race? And, and uh, what time are you planning on, like, getting to the booth or getting in your, uh, your broadcast area? Well, good to be on with you, number one. And, Stephen, uh, I can confirm with you that there was a Matt Mosley sighting at the uh, front desk of the Weston here in Indianapolis. So that, uh, you know, sent a buzz through the crowd when Matt showed up here. And uh, it was good that I ran into you there. It was kind of like we looked at each other from a distance, masked up, and said, wait, I know that guy. Wait, I know that guy. Yeah, I know. That's Matt Mosley. So. <laughs> it does, was kind of fun. J-Mo, does he make you pay for his autograph, or does he do it for free for you? You know, I didn't want to embarrass myself, so I didn't ask at that point. So uh, there, there will be a time when I'd ask, and I, I'm sure he would make me pay, or make me, you know, maybe it might not be monetary, but there'd be some way, oh, yeah, I'm going to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, it's it's uh, man, it was wonderful to see you, and uh, and you are a wanted man here. People get excited about seeing you, and you saw one of my great buddies and my fraternity brother, who also was a great uh, player for Baylor, and unfortunately played for like three different coaches. I don't think yeah. I don't think he was underutilized. I think he was uh, underutilized, I should say. But uh, David Hamilton. Uh, who played for, let's see, Iba, Daryl right. Johnson, and Harry right. Miller. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> That's hard to it's do in four be... years, isn't it, to play for three different coaches? <laughs> it is. But he did. It and, is. And I tell you what, he looks like he could play for uh, Scott Drew today. I think, man, he looks good. <laughs> David Hamilton looks good. Yeah, it's six seven. I saw him a few years ago up at the Cooper Center, and I just thought he. I saw. I literally, John, saw a guy, a six seven guy, make no lie, like twenty straight three pointers. Oh and my gosh! I, and I, I not I didn't put it together, and I thought this must be some NBA guy. It's up here training or something. And I got a little closer, and I was like, oh, that's Hambone. That's yeah. that's. Uh, so I mean, we could not have set it up any better. You you uh, made his day because you immediately recognized him and. And then later, John, he's like, wait, who was with John? And I said, well, probably, because I didn't see you at that time. I was right. in the building looking at souvenirs. I said, I, I said it's probably Pat Nunley. It was and, Pat, and yeah. And Bone's like, yeah, he was like, that's Nunley? That was Pat Nunley? He got all excited. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> he, y'all made his day. So That's uh, great. Well, it, it is, uh, uh, as you know, Matt, it is, it is so fun to, you know, walk the streets here and just run into different people from, you know, really uh, different eras of Baylor, Baylor University and Baylor uh, basketball. It's just fun to see them walking around and everybody's so excited and so proud and it's easy to pick them out because they're wearing some kind of Baylor gear. But, man, it, it sure is fun. It's another beautiful day weather-wise, so there's a lot of people out walking around. 
Yeah, I was going to do it out there somewhere in the courtyard, uh, John, and the yeah. wind was whipping a little bit, and I thought, oh, I don't know if I should get on the tie line with the wind everywhere. My buddies keep asking me, where are you doing the show from? Like, they want to come see me do the show. Right, I finally, right. I finally told one of them, I'm like, well, kind of in my hotel room. I, I don't really know <laughs> if you want to come up here and see the show. You know, you hate to pull back the curtain too much. but uh, Sure. Uh, it, you know, I had the same uh, thought. I had the same thought. It, it's so nice out there. Uh, right out from us, there's a Starbucks in this restaurant called Patachu, which is really popular. Yeah. And the Patachu, it closes down at like 3 o'clock, I think. And so those tables, those outside tables, I thought, hey, those are going to be empty. I could just go set up right there, and I've got this uh, wireless connection. I could do the show sitting outside like that, just wave to people when they come by. But like you, I, mean, I thought it's a little bit too windy to try to do that. And as you know, if you do shows in public, there are people who they they they're going to talk to you no matter what during a live yeah. show. They're going to come up and they <laughs> expect you to stop down and visit with them, and so that gets a little. And we both love doing that. You probably a little more than I do. <laughs> You're a little more outgoing. We're both somewhat <laughs> outgoing. But uh, J Mo uh, John Morris, Voice of the Bears, going to call a national title game tonight. I love that on our little group text. Somebody. You know, it just it kind of starts to hit everybody. And somebody who said John Morris is calling a, a national title game tonight. It's just it's kind of a fun moment to think about. Do you, um, John, if you are just kind of like, ha, has it hit you, or do you think it'll kind of hit you when you uh, get in the building tonight? It'll start to build. I mean, you got to stay in that mode of calling the game, and you're great at that. That won't be any problem for you. But I mean, have there been a couple of times? Uh, over the last 24 hours where you almost pinch yourself like i'm about to call a national title game oh yeah absolutely and, and it really hit saturday night and and the way that game played out saturday the win over houston there was plenty of time to think about it you know ahead of time because baylor had that game uh in hand really at halftime so there was plenty of time to think about it through the second half and uh then you reach the end of the game and then you just watch the next game to see who it's going to be ucla or gonzaga and what a game that was. Man, what a game. Uh, Gonzaga <laughs> won it in overtime, that bank in three at the buzzer to win. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to think about uh, where we are and where Baylor is playing for the national championship tonight. Who is the most um, – and by the way, I, I kind of want to get your analysis. Uh, you and Pat have probably been even off air talking a lot about this or how you think this is going to go. I mean, I – you know, part of me, we've been talking, and we're like, boy, Meyer, if I, we, he could be a real tough matchup for them if he could get going. I just don't want John to get hit with one of those haymakers right off the top. You know, you, you just want to kind of survive, even though both these teams are great. They're so good, and I, maybe this sounds like the wrong way to approach this. I keep thinking, I just want to survive that first eight minutes, and just yeah. and if everything's nip and tuck, that's fine. And then we're just going to settle in and have a great game. How do you kind of how do you kind of feel about this thing as we get as we get really close to to the ball game? I, I think you're right. I wouldn't disagree with that at all. Uh, I think both teams are going to come out, you know, guns blazing at the very start of the game, like Baylor did against Houston, and like uh, Gonzaga seems to do every night. I mean, they're leading the nation in scoring. They're leading the nation in field goal percentage. They're 55% as a team field goal percentage, which is unbelievable. And, uh, you know, to do that, uh, I, I, I know they just come out of the gates really strong. So 
Uh, Baylor's got to be ready for that. I know they will be. We've done that to, to some teams already this year, like Houston the other night. So I think from the opening tip, it's going to be, uh, you know, just must-see basketball, I think, right down to the one shining moment at the end of the night. All right. Well, it's uh, one shining moment. I mean, it's going to be so one way or the other. I mean, we're all going to be happy it happens. But then when you get the championship game, you get a little greedy. So we're going to be very, you know, if it doesn't go our way, we're going to be very downcast. And at some point, we'll have some perspective. You will have perspective sooner than I will, John, because you're just <laughs> built like that. It'll take it'll take me a, a little while. But um, by the way, Dr. Browning has just entered my studio, uh, oh, our nice. mutual friend. Dr. Blair Browning, so uh, I'll uh, I'll tell him you said hello. And, yes, we can officially uh, and, uh, begin now. We can, <laughs> the week has officially begun. So, uh, John, thank you for doing this. I'm so excited. And shout out, by the way, to your recent guest. I saw a morning news article about the soon-to-be either 92- or 93-year-old former Baylor Bear that lives there in the Waco area. I, I believe you... Uh, you had him on recently. I got so excited reading that story and then knowing you had him on the air recently. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Bill Fleetwood, uh, basketball yes. Billy is what they called him, and that is, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> he, he was very sharp. He was fun. He is uh, man. He is fired up. He is about this team and this game tonight. So that was fun to think about that guy. He's ninety one. He'll be ninety two in June and really okay. sharp. So yeah, it was really fun to visit with him. And they talked about him on the uh, in the CBS broadcast, apparently. So that I mean, I bet that was pretty neat for all the folks watching and his family and everything from that 1950 team. Bears play for the championship for the first time since 1948. John, have a great show, people. John Morris show coming up uh, two uh, to three Central Time. And John, thanks for doing this. Really appreciate it. Thanks for the segue, man. I appreciate it. And uh, I'd like to say I'll see you over there, but. I'm not sure we will <laughs> see each other over there, but enjoy I'll, the game. I'll wave at you. There he goes, uh, my great friend and uh, the voice of the Bears, John Morris. And you can tune in and hear John. And I'm trying to think. I was looking. at John had a lot of cool stuff lined up, some interviews. <clears throat> Freddie Gillespie's been around here, and I know John's talked to Freddie. We had Devontae Bandu. King McClure's been around, and uh, John's got a lot of cool stuff lined up as we get closer to tip-off, and uh, we're just going to go be excited. Bears have a little send-off party tonight at about 7 o'clock local time. The bus will head out, and the Baylor family will be out there cheering for the Bears as they get on the uh, bus and head over. So stay tuned for the John Morris Show, Baylor playing in the championship game. Thank you, Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor, our loyal sponsor, and the great Fonville, the great Joe Nesbitt. Uh, what incredible friends and what supporters they are. Go by one of their locations today and tell them you heard about them on the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Everybody have a great night. Thank you, Stephen, and we will uh, be talking to you hopefully after uh, after a national championship win t tomorrow. All right, here it is from Indy. Good night, everybody.